Hello and welcome to The Inner Gamer, episode 56. We are your weekly dose of video game news, reviews, opinions, and discussions. My name is Brett Yanoski. I'm Austin Morales. And I am Devin Dury. And this week, we have a powerhouse of news for you. My goodness, it's full of stuff. So freaking many news articles that came <laughs> that we have to discuss. The most minuscule thing we have is one game is coming out this week, but you'll find out what that is in a second. Yeah. <clears throat> Epic Games has stopped playing their campaigns. Or stop, 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 they, they stopped playing games. They, they stopped playing games. They just don't no. play games anymore. No. NVIDIA released a new graphics card. The king of all kings. <laughs> Somebody's excited. Yeah. Some dude on Dark Souls is just freaking wrecking shop Destroy and making everyone look this bad. this game, I know, making Battle- me look like a casual. <laughs> Battlefield 1 is releasing new things constantly that just... just you just gotta say Battlefield. Battlefield. Just Battlefield. continue to dominate the industry. <laughs> Witcher 3, DLC. New DLC. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And VR. And more VR. God, Austin, calm down. I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, that's a uh, music. Hear it. What a, what a calm way to do that. And, uh, Welcome to the Inner Here we go, guys. It's time for some gaming news. This gaming news week is 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 just blown. My mind. And so now, many things. News around so the world. So much to talk or about. Or really about in video games. Yes. And it's weird because nothing really crazy. I mean, it's not even E3 yet. No. And here we have all this stuff have, like, to talk a about. A lot this of stuff is, going down. The precipice of summer. <clears throat> is, and E3 normally, is upon us. And well, here it is. It's great during like the summer when summer news comes out. But like the summer game releases is a slog. Oh, yeah. So the news at least helps us get through it. So Right. Stars out, Brett. At least there's something. So we're going to start off, as we always do with the gaming news, we're going to talk about upcoming releases for next week. And uh, actually, there's only one release, and that is coming out the day you listen to this podcast, May 13th, which is Friday. Friday. And that game is Doom. Ooh. Doom is finally here. Does anybody care about this game, actually? I actually still care about it. Um, I kind of look forward to it. I yeah. mean, okay. I, I was hope, excited about it. I hope they fix what was wrong with the multiplayer. Just just the name Doom is kind of near and dear to my heart. Right. Just in general, just growing up with that as a a game my parents didn't know that they, that I probably shouldn't have had as a child, <laughs> but I had. So for See, those I, that don't know, I, the story... Wait, you guys, you, go ahead. I, I didn't have it, so... And, you didn't? Yeah, I didn't. Well, I mean, I I've heard about it. I feel like it's yeah. something I should play, but... I mean, is this is the first first like, first person shooter? Basically, yeah. I mean, it was the first one in existence from way back in the day. So, I mean, it's it's pretty this good. True. This is true. But uh, so this game, for those that don't know, um, the story is like this: You've come here for a reason. The Union Aerospace Corporation's massive research facility on Mars is overwhelmed by fierce and powerful demons, and only one person stands between their world and ours as a lone Doom Marine. You've been activated to do one thing. Kill them all. Dun, dun, dun. So basically, this is Doom. You have a lot of big-ass guns. What a bro description. <laughs> I know. You can blow shit up. You can cause craziness. The campaign's supposed to be long. It's supposed to be like 16 hours long, so that's cool. Yeah, for a Doom game, that's pretty lengthy. Yeah. 
And uh, you got the return of your ID multiplayer. So you're going to have the big time multiplayer coming back, new game modes, annihilate your enemies. It's arena-based combat. But the thing that's unique about this game that few people are talking about but we'll talk about once it comes out is the snap map system. And the snap map system allows Snapchat. you to... No. Oh. Not not quite. You can't send cash. Selfie. I'm sorry. But <laughs> we all know what selfie. Snapchat's used for. So we're sending dick pics. For you, really? Maybe. What? I, mean, I don't do that shit, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. It all makes sense now. <laughs> it makes sense. Now I know what my inbox is just flooded with penises. I've always wondered what I post. Is, why does everyone, everyone love this app? I just joined Snapchat, so literally it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, all it's right. all right, I guess. Now you know. But uh, the Snap Map is a uh, game and level editor that allows you to build levels and edit gameplay, add predefined or completely custom gameplay, and even edit logic to create new modes. And you can instantly huh. play your creation, share it with a friend, or make it available to players around the world. So they're bringing back the mod systems to the game. And it's supposed to be super stupid simple to use. Okay, so not just level design, but, but game also design. game design. So new game types and stuff like that. So you could have like a zombies mode that could come into fruition. Or now that is a very interesting way to do some multiplayer. Like yeah. I, I actually can really get behind that. So it could add huh. a lot of Do you want to get behind it now? For me, like if I don't get behind this now, I'm probably not going to join up with that later. As cool as it might be. Well, Doom, Doom, just Doom at this point was going to be a that. delay for me just because yeah. I... It, not to say that I don't dig it or that I want to ditch it completely, but I, I do want to just wait and see like what the initial community's reaction is going to be because there, there, were, there were some novel ideas that have come out with video games in the mm -hmm. past and I thought, ooh, cool, this was going to be great and I've, I dove right in. Destiny. And then I was burned horribly. Yep. Yeah. Yes, you were. So in more places than one. In more places than one. Um, yeah, I feel like it's one of those games you can kind of turn your mind off and just go and just like well, create was, create havoc in a way. It was kind of always not the, like turn your mind off, but you know, it's yeah, not it, like well. That was always kind of the case with Doom. It was a fun, just you know, uh, start the game up, shoot a shitload of demons, and then go home. Call All right, that's call it a day. Cool. Anyway, if you're excited, please leave us a comment or send us an email. We'd like to know. Your thoughts on this game coming on Doom. up. Are you going to get it? Doom. Should we get it? Try to convince me. And Go if you get it and you like it, let us know too. Yes. That's going to be we'll Give you a awesome. shout out. You can, you can write a little small review. You can, tell, yeah. us, you three, can tell us even, you can tell us even to stream it and we will. Yeah. So yeah, this well, I mean, <laughs> oh, well, let's not go too far. Yeah, let's here. not go that far. I mean, but, who's uh, going to get it? Oh shit. Well, if they, I, if they want us if they <laughs> want us to stream it, I'll get it. Okay. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll just sell a kidney or something. I got two. Hey, then you can you can buy a new computer with that too. Exactly, <laughs> that'll be enough money, right? Right. So this game right. comes out on PC, Xbox, and PS4. Nice. And it drops May thirteenth. Go go tomorrow. Go. Anyway, awesome. Very cool. So, well, Austin, what do you got for us? Big news came out in the last seven days. Something that I it's so excited for. It I, I literally. <laughs> When wow. I had when I had my day off, I just I was just laying on the couch like watching the Nvidia special event coverage <laughs> that was released on YouTube after the fact. Nvidia, if you don't already know, is is announcing the new GeForce GTX graphic cards coming out this summer, starting May twenty seventh. They have two new uh, graphics cards: the ten series, the GTX ten eighty and GTX ten seventy. 
The 10A will start at 600, but if you buy the graphics card directly through uh, uh, NVIDIA, it'll be called the Founders card, and it is $700. Jesus. So you get their, like, uh, their card that they make, and it will be in production. Yeah. Throughout the whole time, which I found out that they that usually they don't do that. They they send it off to other manufacturers like uh, um, uh, Evga and you know MSI or Gigabyte, mm. and they they create their own cooling system for it. Their unique cards that are cheaper than the ones when they, I guess they first released it. I've never bought a card directly from Nvidia. I've always bought it after the fact. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the cool sweet card that you get from it. And yeah, they, these always look is really that a sweet. B- no, it's just the way the lights hang. At first, it looked like a BMW sign was on the top. And I was like, "What? When did BMW Sp- get into computer sponsored. making?" So, I mean, it looks really cool. Go no, check it's it awesome, out though. if you want um, to. Um, being such like, yes. it's been a long time since I've been in the in the PC world. Let alone building anything remotely with like PC parts or anything like that. So, like, welcome back. <sighs> Trying to catch back up has been an adventure. That's why we're here for you. <laughs> that's why. That's why you're here to like help me. you and Dark Souls is like me and building a PC. Like it just, I get I that. Just, I get, I get that. I'm that's like, a good oh, equation. Okay, let's look at all the things we yeah. can get. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. So I appreciate you. Oh man, when you I, jump I, into I, it again. I, well, I can't wait to just build my own again and like seeing like having now like looked at all the parts that you've sent me for like pre-built or not pre-built, but like uh, a piece together. And I've looked at like, oh man, oh yeah, oh those are. Those are really high numbers. Surely that means it's awesome. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to get back into the PC world. I'm, I'm excited. Well, with this, all right, let's get to the nitty-gritty of this. Why are these so awesome? These, the 1080 and the 1070, both beat out the Titan X $1,000 graphics card by far. This is the next generation, the new king that's going to dominate graphics cards for out of, out of the foreseeable future. At least in the short term. In the long term, I have no idea. Hope maybe, maybe they will. Maybe they continue improving this. Um, let's see. They the GPU archetype is called Pascal. The frame buffer is eight gigabytes GDD five X for the ten eighty. This thing is a fucking beast, and it takes less power to power this than it did for the Titan X or any of the nine nine hundred. Which series. is incredible. Blows my mind. Efficiency is through the roof. Unlike anything we've ever seen before. Boost clock is 1.4 times relative and 1733 megahertz actual. This this is like you can run 4K all all ultra high settings like it's nothing. Like you're going for a, a, just a jog at the park. Wow. Like you're doing a marathon but you're just jogging. It blows me away to just hear about like the progression that's even just since I was a freaking teenager, the progression the PC world has taken into <laughs> its just graphical aesthetics. Like, oh, yeah. I, it, 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 it's astounding to me. And I, I really didn't like think much of it myself because, you know, after I was like, you know, a PC gamer playing like Aliens versus Predator 2, and then I dipped out and went consoles. And now, like, actually looking at what the resolution can be now, like actually seeing it firsthand, holy shit. Like astronomical differences. Yeah. It's awesome. I, 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 and I never really thought of like, I really wouldn't be able to tell that much of a difference. Sure, you see some differences in the way a, a PlayStation graphics looks or a way an Xbox One looks. Eh, 
you see some differences, maybe not too crazy, but when I when I saw it on PC, I'm like, my God, yeah, it's just night and day differences. And the way it plays so smooth and, and so crisp, and you can see all those details, unlike obviously uh, on the console. Given that the Nathan Drake uh, or Uncharted Four just looks flipping fantastic, it definitely rivals a PC in my mind. Like, yeah, stay I, tuned to our review. Yes, on we're going to be talking about Sunday that. or Tuesday. Next Tuesday, yes. we'll have a nice review of. Uncharted. You know what? My first graphic card I ever purchased that was like a standalone graphic card was a 256 megabyte graphic card. <laughs> and that was like a beast. Right. Yeah. Right. And now this yeah. card is 8 gigabytes. 8 so gigabytes. Eight, over 8,000 megabytes. It's crazy. That, I mean, that just crazy. It, it, again, just the staggering amount of data that's shoved through these computers yeah. nowadays is yeah. just. It. it my brain cannot comprehend. Like I, I think about what a what my old little Dell that I bought back in the day was like, and I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, I remember Travis's yeah. Travis's dad bought him a PC, and it was just like literally the Dell thrown together. Here's your basic PC, and we try to play games on that, and it yeah. was the shittiest thing you could <laughs> ever think of. <laughs> we know we're young. We didn't know about we, all the parts we didn't know. and stuff. We're we didn't like, know. We had no clue. It plays. It doesn't look as good as the pictures. Why does it not look that good? And it's so slow. It took like 20 minutes to load anything, especially in Battlefield 2. Me and Brett used to play with Travis. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Also, virtual reality. Like, they're doing new... Like, this is this is going to propel virtual reality to the future. Yeah. For pennies on the dime, I didn't compare... Even, I didn't even really think about that. To, to the $1,000 Titan X, which is... This is like in a fucking other galaxy than that yeah. card. This is what's really going to push VR. It's yeah. cheap. Everything's cheaper than it ever has been before. And now, you, uh, yeah, if you want to drop $800, $600 on a VR system, and they make games like Uncharted, mm-hmm. you can play that flawless, That's gonna smooth, and 4K graphics, hands down. It's just going to, it's just idling. Just like, yep. God. Okay, I can't, wow. can't even imagine. Oh, and then the other cool thing was, when you have multi display, uh, multi displays up instead of you know you have your main screen, then you have your two screens or three screens, whatever, on the side. There's like distortion because it's supposed to be one flat image, but now with this card and the new Pascal archetype or architecture, like it actually corrects that window effect. So it, now it curves around you and makes everything look like it should. And that was, I, I didn't even know that was a thing until. I was like, oh shit, yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. now it's just like, holy, this is like the. the, the you wonder this if is almost the one like ring. You, like, <laughs> you wonder almost like with the announcement of VR, like ha, I wonder like if these companies have been holding oh. holding back some like oh yeah we're gonna hold back we're gonna we're gonna hold back some of our uh, our tech our advancement and see uh, see how the public reacts to VR now, now that people are like excited about it they're like all right now here's this bitching graphic card. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because if you look at Apple, how over time they release little improvements, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, for just same prices, right? Like oh yeah, eight, like it was a thousand dollars for like the iPhone six Primo, and now <laughs> the iPhone six Plus or six S Plus, like yeah. they're all like a thousand bucks. Nvidia did something here that I've never seen any company do. They were just like, all right, we're going to not release small installments of improvements. Bam! Here's all of it. Are the the pot of gold for everyone yeah. to have for pennies yeah. on the dime? Holy and make, yeah, and make it cheaper. That's a crazy yeah. part. Holy yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. 
What other company does that? I don't know. I I have no idea. I anyway, don't know of one. <laughs> um, so not, on top of this, yeah. I'll, I'll try to get through this article faster. NVIDIA order of 10 sweepstakes has come out. So if you go to orderof10.com, NVIDIA has these puzzles you can solve. Uh, be 10 ta- challenges with the, at that 100 chances to win each day for a total of 1,000 prizes. So if you go and you solve these riddles and you get them correct, you have a chance to win uh, a 1080 Founders oh, Edition riddles. card. Is the um, answer time? It's never time. It's never time. The answer is never time to a riddle. If you play D&D, the answer is never time. <laughs> <laughs> so then they also have a grand prize, which will be a 1080 uh, SLI computer with uh, a Core i7-5820K processor, 32 gigabytes of Kingston HyperX Fury, DDR4-2666 memory, and a VR headset, but they don't know which one it is yet. Holy shit. You threw a whole bunch of numbers at me, and I I, don't, I, don't, I didn't yeah. understand it, but I got excited. Yeah. For those who are in the PC world, you know what I'm talking about, and this is a primo PC. Oh, they also have <laughs> a, a 500 gigabyte or larger SSD with uh, running on Windows 10. So go over there, check it out. Uh, I played the first two. I got them right. And um, might as well. Oh, yeah, eligibility. The uh, 50 United States and D.C., Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, United Kingdom. So go, go check it out. We're, we, we have hit the precipice of a new generation, and we have seen the shift to the next, the next, next wave of technology. That's awesome. Definitely. We should, we should, you don't even know. I, I think somebody's excited. Oh, he's a little bit. <sighs> a little bit. Not to say the table rose about six inches, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that? What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we noticed. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah, that's awesome news, man. That's, that's that. cool. Well, let's hope it's awesome. Let's hope. I mean, there's no hoping. I mean, the, with the details there, it's we, here. Everyone knows it's here. Yeah. Let's talk about what's not awesome. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, bring anybody, the best down, Brett. Bring uh, the best down there. I know, right? Oh, Way to be a bring, I know this. Back. This is me. This is me being the buzzkill. <laughs> Thanks for giving me the buzzkill article. You're um, uh, for anyone out there who knows Epic Games, famed for doing things like uh, the ever popular title Gears of War. Um, Epic has announced that they are no longer going to be um, doing single-player game experiences. From this point forward, it's going to be a free-to-play online game experience. Um, The Epic CEO, Tim Sweeney, was quoted in saying, The economics of those games forced developers to work with major publishers to succeed, and that seems to be irreversible. We realized that the business really needed to change. Its approach quite significantly. We were seeing some of the best games in the industry being built and operated as live games over time rather than being uh, big retail releases. So we began the transition of being fairly narrow console developer focused on Xbox to being a multi-platform game developer and self-publisher and indie on a large, larger scale. So really what this boils down to is Epic is gearing away from the single-player experience uh, big big retail releases, spending a lot of time making a big AAA title, and they are now instead going into this free-to-play game, indie developing uh, new dynamic of game development. So the so question is, just like Kevin Levine said, are single-player stories, campaigns out, going out the door right now? You know, it really upsets... I mean... <laughs> I can understand what they're trying to do. I mean, I, I, I can understand it. I'm disappointed. on a money standpoint, it makes sense. <sighs> it makes sense from a money standpoint. But there are people, and I think a majority of us here at this table uh, would agree that we, we enjoy our single-player experience. Not, oh, to yeah. say, not to say that we don't like playing multiplayer games with each other, because we do. That's 
I mean, we play lots of games together. Rocket League, uh, uh, any of the um, uh, Dark Souls shooters, uh, Call of Duty, Battlefield, all, all that stuff. Yeah. We've all played those games together. But there is something to say. Like, I know for me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of guy who likes to come home after a long-ass day at work. You know, I work a 12-hour shift, get home, sit on the couch, and like, God, I just need to unwind my mind for a minute. I'm going to play a single-player game and just enjoy yeah. it. I'm going to enjoy my little single-player Well, it's experience. nice because you don't have to connect to somebody else. You nope. don't have to connect to a server. You don't have to worry about all that. You just jump in I don't have to worry about matchmaking. I don't have to worry yeah. about server issues. I don't have to worry about are my friends online to, so I can play with them. I don't have to worry about their schedule. I can yeah. just sit down, pick up my controller, and play. Yeah. Epic was great about delivering a, a, a very in-depth experience with single-player games. We all know that they were that they've made incredible strides in in their game and their uh, game quality over the years. Gears of War three was just a masterpiece. I loved it, but things change, obviously, as they say, and so now the business is shifting to this. And they lost their one of their lead developers, Cliff Blazinski, which was sad. But Cliffy B wanted to go do his own thing, and I get that too. More but power to him. More power to him. But, but now, it's, and it's crazy too how he's now going to do the same kind of things that Epic Games is still ex- doing. Exactly, exactly. He's doing. He's going to do the same thing now. But are there fewer and fewer of these people? And we have we have Cliff Blazinski. Uh, we have Kojima. Yep. Hideo he's Kojima. definitely going to start doing um, Hidetaki Miyazaki. You've got uh, uh, Kevin Levine. Naughty Dog seems to be story driven. Yep. Uh, uh, shit. Walking Dead. Please get tell me Telltale. The name here. Telltale. Telltale. Jeez. Telltale games. But you know what? I think the Telltale guys, I think they're deeply rooted into that single player yeah. experience. Yeah, so yeah. for sure. I, I, f- I feel safe in knowing that they're going to stick with what works for them. But the, I've never done the, like a... Go ahead. The, the weird part now is that we have... I mean, the big, huge publishers are still outputting... The big publishers that have their own studios in the, that they own are still outputting single player experiences. But those that may have another company or are a publisher and a developer at the same time, like small, smaller scale, because I mean, Epic Games is big, but they're not like Ubisoft big and they're not Electronic Arts big. And Ubisoft is still putting out single player experiences, but I guess they can bankroll that with their other experiences that help offset the high cost of building a single player experience. I mean, because they have several new, a couple new IPs coming out this year. They have Watch Dogs 2. Well, I think we're talking about later. Yeah. Um, you know, we got all these different <clears throat> things that are happening that they're doing that are single player. They're all focused on single player. Mm-hmm. Um, they're able to pull that off and make it happen. But I don't know. I, I could see these companies doing this for a little bit. I could see this being a, a, a fad or like a trend that exists for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then they'll start kind of falling back into, okay, now we, now we're going to, we're we're gonna shift our focus of our company to single player experiences. Now that everybody else is it's kinda, doing it's this kinda like, thing, it's kind of like when Coke came out with new Coke. <laughs> yeah, and said no, we're just getting back to Coke Classic. Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. And you that's could right. see, yeah. I, you're right. I could see developers going, "We're going to go back to our roots and do yeah. something, whatever it is." Because you know, think about like, oh, go ahead. To, I think it was Bombcast, and they were talking about that. They're like, "Oh yeah, so like this is." So, oh yeah, this 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 game sucks. We're gonna go back to our roots, you know, you know, and then like really bring it back and hit home on like mm-hmm. what everything that's like good about this franchise, like Assassin's Creed and even uh, Call of Duty. They were giving that as examples, like oh, not not that, uh, not Call of Duty, um, Battlefield, uh, Battlefield. Not that 
the last one sucked, but yeah, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you know, we're gonna, <laughs> you know, we're gonna improve, but we want to go back to our roots, and like that's yeah. just kind of a kind of market gimmick. Marketing well, that's what now. Need for Speed said they were doing when they brought out the new Need for Speed game. It was going back to its roots, mm-hmm. but it never, never it didn't really, really did. do that. <laughs> they say that. <laughs> it didn't really do what it was supposed to, and it sucked. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't put this in the discussion, but they just announced that Need for Speed is going to be on a two-year cycle again. So they're going to not release a new Need for Speed until 2017. So I think some of these developers, when I mean, we got Assassin's Creed, we have uh, Need for Speed, they're starting to realize that we shouldn't do that, so that we should like continue onward mm-hmm. and yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, anyway. I think we talk about this subject forever. So I agree. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and move. All on. right, we'll move on. Uh oh yeah, so next one's mine. Next one's um, you. This one's awesome. Okay, so <laughs> as we know, Battlefield <laughs> One you, came out. You would take this one? Yes. Of course, <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I'm so happy about this. Talking about people who are giddy about some things. God. <laughs> so Call of Duty Infinite Warfare brought the trailer. About a week later, Battlefield 1 brought out their trailer. And as of recently, like last week, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is the most disliked video on YouTube. I'm so happy. And it used to be... (laughs) I'm so happy. I mean, it's the most disliked video game video of all time, but it's also the most disliked trailer ever ever and the eighth most disliked video period in YouTube history <laughs> with wow top 10 with 1.2 million dislikes as and of this article as of this article okay. now it's even higher oh I bet it's actually I, I went and disliked it there's like two or three hundred thousand likes <laughs> to make myself feel better Here, I just let me log into YouTube real quick uh, yeah. and I'll give it a quick dislike <laughs> to make myself feel better I undisliked it disliked it undisliked <laughs> it disliked it three times <laughs> So giving giving some poor <laughs> schmuck who's just sitting in there developing studios tracking those numbers like oh someone liked it no they disliked it oh someone liked it no they disliked it again and it wasn't That's a bad trailer but when I I started watching it again I realized that yes they use like the free in game free cam engine thing where they like kind of use a a camera thing inside the game that follows the action that's happening. It, yeah, it doesn't look that great. I mean, it's not. It's just typical it doesn't Call look of modern. Duty. They yeah. need to look completely rebuild it from the ground up, and they need to get someone who is creative enough to to take it in a different direction. And you know what? It's just it. They're going with what's safe, and they're not spending a lot of money because they're just reusing, reusing assets, as we see now. That's why it looks like the the last Call of Duty. It's like. They're, they're trying to maximize profit with this. And this is what happens when you have people who are taking over these gaming companies who are just like, we got to see yeah. profit. What is successful? Like, they don't give a fuck what people like yeah. or don't like. They're not going to listen to the community. They just want to see that money. It has 18.9 million views. 18.9 million views. 329,977 likes. 1,936,854. <laughs> dis- I'm going to go and add one of mine. Yeah, so apparently if you refresh it, it adds like 10 or 12 every time you refresh it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just that's blown okay. away by so this. So that's Call of Duty. So on the other hand of the spectrum, we God. have Battlefield 1, which Battlefield 1 has now passed a million likes, putting it in the top 250 most liked videos ever and making it by far the most liked trailer of all time across movies, TV, and video games. Holy shit. It is surprising. Crazy. Talk about badges of honor. Yeah. yeah. And a slap Seriously. in the face to Call of Duty. And it is now... Ha- it as now of has- now as... Holy mother... 
Wow. Okay. How many? So- <laughs> Battlefield One official trailer from the actual Battlefield YouTube channel. Okay. Has. 27,363,610 views with a total of 1,431,123 likes Dang. and only 25,000 dislikes. That's it. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Wow. So here's what there's a there's That's a numbers right there. There's That's a conspiracy so happening here. <laughs> there's a conspiracy happening and people <laughs> are thinking that the, I mean, this isn't normal. Like, what are the odds that the Call of Duty trailer comes out and then a few days later the Battlefield trailer comes out and they are complete polar opposites and both hit records? It's really, really odd. I mean, this could be normal, but some people okay. are saying that there are people out there that build bots that are crunching, that are like tweaking these numbers to mm-hmm. force dislikes on YouTube, huh. on Call of Duty, and Look forcing likes on Battlefield. That's what the thought process is because. For example, um, you got to reveal trailers for games like Grand Theft Auto Five and Skyrim, and they have about two. Like Grand Theft Auto Five has about two hundred eighty thousand likes on their reveal trailer. Two hundred eighty thousand. This has one point four million, and then Skyrim yeah. had fifty thousand likes. Yeah, and that was a big game. Or even movies like the movie Avengers only has eighty two thousand likes. Its trailer has eighty two thousand likes, and The Dark Knight has eighty six thousand. This is one point three or four million 1. likes. 1.4 million. So... I can see that because I mean, usually when I watch a it, video, I never I never hit the like or dislike button. Right. Well, that's yeah. something like really... I don't know. Well, there's also something to be said, I think, that. for uh, kind of that rallying of the masses, I would say, when yeah. you... Um, yeah. When I think about... Um, People saying like a, a bit of like, you know, pop culture news or something when they say, oh my gosh, did you hear about this? This is the most this that this thing has ever this. Yeah. And with... In this very scenario, we have, oh my God, have you seen that Battlefield 1 has the most views slash likes uh, ever? I'll be honest. I might be a little bit of a sheep and go check it out myself and then be like, you know what? That was actually awesome. I'm going to give them a like. Yeah. I think they're getting... I think that's happening a lot. I mean, it's yeah. it's been huge. It's been all over the internet. Battlefield 1, when it was announced, it just blew up. When Call of Duty Infinite Warfare came out, it blew up too with how the same it was and so like they got a lot of press yeah. for that but oh, i mean, you mean how much call of duty it looked like yeah, yeah. but i mean battlefield one in four days hit a million likes in four days avengers still hasn't done that <laughs> that's well, impressive I'll say this. that's really Given impressive. the numbers the numbers speak to how i feel like i heard about infinite warfare and i was like oh f- are you shitting me no this is the stupidest <laughs> thing yeah battlefield, i'm like oh my god this is amazing like yeah I think those numbers do even out yeah. in the sense that, I mean, what I'm feeling. I well, don't, and I don't when know you, how the masses like, do. to me, it's it 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 was way too similar. Yes, I look I looked at um Call of Duty Black Ops Three. I look at that trailer and then I see Call of Duty Infinite Warfare's trailer. I'm sorry, did you just show me the same freaking game just set on a spaceship this time? In I space? didn't see, I didn't see anything different. I saw the same kind of Call of Duty. Conveyor, a conveyor belt game. You've slapped a gimmick on it. Okay, cool. You've shown me that I'm I'm going to be playing another shooter, and the gimmick this time is that okay, I'm going to be in space. Uh, in, in space, and my 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 gunfights this time are instead now going to be all on a spaceship. Neato. I'm sorry. G- give me something else. Yeah. 
give me give, give me it some. It doesn't sub- seem creative. Give me some substance to what it is you're trying to sell me. And it's not that it's in space, you know. It's just that it looks like the same damn thing over and yeah, over. You same type of conflict. You haven't shown me anything for yeah. future warfare. Now, not to say that Battlefield One isn't another another war shooter, but what they are showing is some very unique differences. And not just the setting, because yeah, like I mentioned, with the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, I'm talking about that space setting. Okay, I'm going to have my gunfight on a spaceship now. Battlefield 1 is offering a different dynamic to the play. Horseback riding. Trains. Trains. Zeppelins. Uh, the, the the Zeppelin and the uh, the uh, the old Red Baron style uh, uh, airplanes. I, I'm. I'll. Be, I'll I look two forward to that. Two people in a yeah. plane. Well, not that that hasn't been already done. They had two people in helicopters, yeah. but. Well, they. One thing that they um, mentioned when they announced this game was that it is. This is such an iconic era to talk about, and they said they really struggled with the decision to do it because it was such a. Not. I mean, this war has a lot of bad memories is, for a lot of people. What's the this, pinnacle of modern warfare? This, as this was the dawn of modern warfare. This was when oh, yeah. modern, yeah, this was, this was the origination of modern. I mean, this crit, this was when we saw the transition between horseback fighting and fall, r- lining up in a line to now we have heavy armored tanks against horses, people that haven't yet developed. And it was all out warfare across the entire world. And, so it's 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 a completely different experience from mm-hmm. something that's like more organized, like in the future or whatever. We have all this technology, and you have two clear battles happening between two factions. This was everybody and their dog was fighting back then, and yeah. some people had horses, some people had swords, and some people had massive ass tanks. And well, and, <laughs> I, I, you know, we we we've talked about a couple of podcasts ago about my experience playing. Um, uh, Valiant Hearts and like yes. that whole World yes. War One experience I look really forward to seeing this take on another World War One experience which was clumsy, visceral uh, just tough so you know good good for them on Battlefield yeah. 1 I look forward to it so we have more to talk about that later not, not that it won't be bad because it could it could suck it could that's true I mean, it's, it's true. always a chance we, there's, all, there's a huge chance it could happen yeah. anyway okay so yeah. moving on so after Far Harbor's released Xbox One it's going to have mods coming. Finally. Holy yes. crap. People will finally get to experience the joy and utter just sucking of the soul you get by installing mods. That I mean, that, <laughs> just constant. that that has always been something for me that I will say, like, I, I used to be a PC gamer and then coming into the console world, that was all I really had. I was always so jealous, just, just brimming with envy at people who were like, oh, I've modded. Elder Scrolls, <laughs> I, 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 I modded Morrowind to look like blah, 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 blah. Right. And I looked at all of Skyrim's mods, and I'm like... Well, you the, saw those ones I showed you. Yes, the, the game is beautiful. I mean, you just walk around, and it's just pitch Yeah, perfect. like, I would, I, no would not even want to, I would not even care about hunting dragons. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, I just want to look at... Oh, that's a pretty stream. See, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was talking about oh, earlier. Oh, look at the butterfly. You're, you're like, oh, this flower is just so beautiful. Yes. Then you go out in the real world and you're like, fuck this flower. Well, I then, don't give a and, shit. Well, and then I looked at one where that same mod that you showed me, I looked at, I wanted to see what a dragon looked like up close. Oh, and I was like, yeah. holy crap. They have 4K, 8K. I mean, it just doesn't end. Like, it just keeps going. Like, they just yeah. keep, the resolution is just 
I mean, it's, how, it, it, how no, it's, deep do you want to go? Do you want to see Seriously, <laughs> you're kind of like, I'm, I'm not just seeing like cool details of scales anymore. I'm seeing the individual like scalings of the scales of a dragon where I'm seeing like the, the way the pupils dilate and retract. I'm looking at the just this incredible stuff with with these mods and it, it blows me away. And I'm like, I can now do this on my Xbox now. This is to an extent. To an extent, you can't. To, to, you, to an you extent, can't do the 4K, I, 2K. Yeah, obviously, I mean, like gonna, I'm not going to be able to ramp up the graphics, yeah, but yeah. just the cool, just the cool modding stuff that can be done. Yeah, like little, I little, very much look forward to that. So some of the most like just, just I, I, I don't know the right term for it. Like the common mods that every modder will have is like you know the unofficial patches that Bethesda, Bethesda has not fixed or won't fix or just they don't yeah, have time for. They it. don't have time for it. So like people will just do it and you're just like, "Okay, install install that." Which I does I, a few I, fixes. Do, I, do, I do love it when Bethesda's like, "Sorry, we don't have time to fix this. Uh, go ahead and mod it." Right? Just mod it. Go ahead. Yeah. Go well, ahead. on on that note, I'm I'm afraid that they'll get kind of lazy sometimes. They'll be like, "We don't have time for this." But yes, I get it. You don't have all the time. Don't get lazy. Don't get lazy on me. Like, yeah, don't don't lean on your modding community exactly. to fix your game. Yeah. I get that. Anyway, I get that, too. So after May 19th, it will come out, and uh, after that, in June, uh, the PS4 will get all their uh, their mods coming as well. But as a game studios released a, a tweet on, it doesn't tell me when, uh, on May 9th at 1.20. We hit 1 million mod downloads already on PC. Console coming soon. Close beta for Xbox mods after Far Harbor. So stay tuned. And moving on. Are you excited for Far, Far Harbor? Uh, I am. Yeah. I but I broke my Fallout. Wait, how'd you break it? I I, I tried switching uh, uh mod managers. Oh my god! <laughs> it totally Get fucked everything up, man. So I had to, I oh literally had gosh. to install all my mods. I think I have to delete my uh, your save game. My no, I have to delete <laughs> Fallout and reinstall it as a clean, oh a, a clean install. Well, you also have, can you save your save game and just re? re- yeah, yeah, no, it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't delete those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You so just gotta I'm reinstall good. everything and start from exactly. scratch. Which means I'll probably just start a new game. Well, that's gonna be awesome. It is. Yeah. It is. You have no awesome. Idea. Well, uh, next up we got some uh, Devin. Devin talking about some uh, Dark Souls Three, <sighs> which he loves so much. Look, I, 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 there is, there is no mistaking it. I'm a Huge from software fan. Can tell. I love their game. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your stupid mouth. I love from software. I love the games they do, but some of their fans just absolutely infuriate me. I'm glad it infuriates you because it just gives me so much hope. I'm like, oh my god, did they? Oh my god, I'll be able to do this one day. <laughs> so this is a bit of a milestone because I've seen some crazy things that players have done with the dark with the Dark Souls games and PvP and all this stuff. Dark Souls Three, the newest, the newest news on this, a uh, Twitch streamer, Tolomeo R, Tolomeo R, Tolomeo R, whoever he is, did a fifty to sixty hours completion of Dark Souls without leveling, without rolling, and without blocking. What? <laughs> I I can't I can't wrap my head around this. So I don't it's, know if you read the article, but. They show a video of him fighting some yes. boss. I have never seen yet. Yep. I have not seen. Yep. He knows exactly every move that he's going to yep. do. And it's timed out perfectly, mm-hmm. which is basically what you have to learn as you're playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Jesus. oh, my God. Several times, I was like, oh, 
oh, oh, watch out, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, yep. yeah. And, nope. He, uh, know, uh, he, he uh, knew it. Too. He had it. He had everything down to the science of what it. What if he like built a per- computer program that did this for him and he just recorded the, the gameplay? It's possible. I, I, would, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. That'd be so same. funny. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you've seen it, but have you seen the uh, videos of uh, Twitch plays? No. X game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Twitch did a thing where they basically had the community play Dark Souls and they... Uh, recorded it basically the, oh, the nice. community voted on what the net what the players next thing would be it was actually pretty cool was this a speed run or something no 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 oh, just okay. a regular run of, it's a twitch plays dark souls it was pretty cool but back to this because okay i've seen some crazy shit when it came to dark souls the game breaking uh, uh manipulation from the first game where you could beat the game in less than 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> yes wow yes um, I've seen the one from Dark Souls 2 where a guy decided that he would um, use no other weapon than like the first uh, starting wizard's staff or something like that. Something stupid where he's just beating beaten people over the head with a, a, a <laughs> just like not even a, a legit weapon. It's how you cast spells and he's just beating people with it. I'm like, what are you doing? Just wasting their time with it. Yeah. And the, the, someone the, beat a boss using the freaking uh, uh, guitar hero yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah that was yep. in a Dark, Destiny, right? That was Dark. Oh, oh yeah, that was Destiny. My that was no, they, Destiny. no, no, no. They they beat Dark Souls one uh, with the guitar me. hero guitar. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing people have done. As cool as that is, I just want to go and strangle them to death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Why? If it's just because yeah. I can, you know. And I mean. <sighs> For for a lot of people, they don't play they don't play these games, Dark Souls, because all they hear it's notorious for being difficult. It's being it's so hard, and there's no there's no game mechanics that are directing you to the next spot. There's not a hey go here next. No, the game is open ended. The game is open world. The game is hard and it's unforgiving. And I've just realized that, and I I love it even more because of it. Isn't that brilliant? It is. It's brilliant. I mean, I, I feel like at first it's kind of like, okay, you're going here, and then you go here, and then now you get, and then now there's more, and now it's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, shit, there's yeah. a lot here. I didn't even know this was over here. Oh, there's another area over here. Oh, shit. I forgot where I was going over there, but now I'm over here. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. We can, we can talk about that later. All in day. Detail, yes. All day. But yes, some guy, uh, I, you know, shout out to you, Twitch streamer Tolomior, but my God, you and infuriate me <laughs> awesome, i mean good man. on you I mean, good yeah, yeah good good on you no rolling yeah. blocking or pairing or or leveling up so that's just freaking impressive and I, just watching him with those one of his starting bo- stats one of his boss fights started with uh or lasted 15 hours yes i heard about that 15 15 hours i 15 hours i wouldn't do that i i would not he must have had a shit bucket yeah <laughs> he, he had to have had a shit bucket <laughs> oh god but yeah I, I can't talk on it anymore or I'm just gonna get pissed. Yes. Okay. I'm just gonna we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. Just someone talking about something else or I'm just gonna hate this guy forever. Oh, I got some good shit to talk about. Oh, go ahead. I'm so excited about this. So we already talked about Battlefield One, but I'm gonna talk about it some more because oh my gosh, there was a lot of stuff that came out last week. So here's one thing that may not make people some people happy, but I'm okay with it. And it is that Battlefield 1 is apparently only going to have six single-player missions. Yep. So we don't know exactly what this means exactly. I don't know what the length of these missions are. I don't know how extensive they're going to be. I mean, it could be like Hitman where like one level is super crazy long and expansive. 
But ultimately, they're going to have six missions, and each one's going to follow a different protagonist and be set in a different World War One theater. Mm. And I remember when I was listening to the lead guy, Lars, talk about this, and he said they really struggled with how they were going to portray the war without... Yeah without bringing back bad memories or without like offending anybody or without, yeah. I mean, they had to be very careful with how they presented it. So they wanted to show that no matter what side you looked at it, it was a tough war. It was a, a tough war on everybody. Struggle. Yeah. So these six missions are going to be called friends in high places. Nothing is written through mud and blood. Avanti Savoya, the runner and epilogue. That's supposedly the name of the six missions. So we don't know what those are going to end up being like, but obviously they're going to be in different locations, vastly different locales, vastly different characters, different stories. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. In addition, <coughs> excuse me, there was a uh, Twitter Q&A where they talked to the de- some of the developers about what was going to be in the game, and they revealed some information that is really exciting. Um, first of that information is that... Um, there's going to be a server browser for the PC. We don't know if it's going to be for console, but they're going to go and give us a server browser, which Battlefront did not have one. So I'm mm. glad that we're going to be able to pick which server we want to be in. That's nice. Um, in addition, vehicles are going to be unique, and the gameplay is going to reflect that. So they're definitely going to go back to 1942 in the sense that you'll have the ships, which you used to be able to, to pilot. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have yeah. that in there. You're going to have your airplanes. You're going to have your tanks. You're going to have all your different types of vehicular warfare. All that's going to be there. It's going to be different in the way you play it. The campaign will feel much more like Battlefield. Multiple people can fly in the same plane, which they haven't done since the early days of Battlefield. Like if you had, well, Battlefield 2 had the ability to have a gunner in the uh, the airplane and then the pilot. So you did have that. And then way back in the day, you could, I think you could do that a little bit, but I don't remember if you could do that in 1942 or not. But I know in Battlefield 2, you could have a yeah. another person in the airplane. Yeah, you could have another person in the craft with you. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have classic modes as well as new ones. And uh, naval vessels are also included, but no word on where the, what they are. Settings include the Italian Alps and the Arabian Deserts, just to name a few. So they're very diverse, just like the original Battlefield was. And all weapon attachments will be era authentic. And there will be single and multi-person tanks. So I'm kind of curious how that how that's going to play out because like the weapon attachments for a lot of weapons in World War One were very rudimentary. Oh yeah, and they were very not one not easy to use, and then two they it took a while to kill a man back then. So I wonder I mean, if they'll have that, like like weapon jams and stuff like that. I was thinking about that, and I think that would be great. Yeah, in a way. How how much panic would that induce if, like, like you're sitting there in the middle of a bam, trench? Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, you know, you, you hear oh, your gun. You, yeah, you hear your gun. Ping! Oh, son of a bitch! No! And you got go to go like take I don't cover. know. I don't know. Maybe like a quick time event, but you got to take cover. Or you got to go maybe this quick time event or jab or jam X a, a number of times. Maybe and just run up to the guy and just start bashing his head in. Dude, you got to make that pull decision. Out, pull out your, like that. your little shovel and be like. <laughs> so somebody brought up a point. Wait, Banzai! was it you that said this? Somebody said something about how because of the melee combat that's going to be coming, the one thing that they can see happening is melee only game types. 
where like I didn't say it's that, just, but I, I could I, say I, that. I, no, that was me. That's kind of was it you? Yeah, that'd be cool. Like having great. like melee combat. Well, dude, because in in the trench warfare, they strapped their guns to their backs. They they weren't just accessible. You just had your spade in your hand and your sidearm, maybe. Yeah. But you're sitting there just trying to like hollow out the trenches enough for people with artillery and big right, equipment yeah. to get through. So if somebody jumped in your foxhole or your trench, it's like, well, this is going to suck for one of us. Yeah. <laughs> swing, swing, swing. Throw it at them. I mean, that would be cool if you can throw it at them, but you lose your weapon. It's just like, oh, ah, oh. you can pick it back up or you can pick up somebody else's weapon. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I'm going to go grab that. This is why I'm excited because the, the possibilities for all this to be in there and work flawlessly is very high. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, if it's just, it's just going to blow my mind. Yeah. I'm going to, 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 I also heard them, they gave, they talked about the name and they said, why they chose Battlefield One as their name, and it actually was not because it's World War One. That was not the reason at all. Part of, half the reason was they've never had a Battlefield One. They started with 1942. They brought out Battlefield Two, Three, Four, Five, but they never had or not not five, one, two, th- or two, three, four, and then they're going back to one. And the reason why the main reason they chose Battlefield One is because they want this to be a kind of an origin story, a back to its roots kind of game, which is like, this is this is the one, this is us going back to our origins of where we began. And that's what this is gonna be all about. So that's that's the reason for the name. Yeah. So that makes sense. You know, I mean, cause the nice thing is Battlefield 1 never existed. So you can still kind of pull it up. Even though if you search Battlefield 1, you get 1942 pictures. That I do have sucks. a problem with the name. I do too. I wish it was just called I like that they explained it. See, I would, I wouldn't like that either because I hate it when they like just throw out a generic name, like Dune. Like, but it's like, or but like Speed, usually the know? first one is just like a name, but then the second one's like two because it's the second one. You know, the Make, first one is just sense, itself. Yeah. You know, yeah, the first one's just called Battlefield. I mean, I mean, they had it's fine. I mean, they, I'm not. It's not like a break a break for me. They they made a callback because they were talking about like all the things they could have done with this game and where they were going to go and how they're going to go back to it, and they said that. Um, they made reference to Battlefield 1918, which was a mod that was made for Battlefield 1942 that I played and was awesome. And it was a World War One mod. And they said that this was kind of some slight influence for the reason why they kind of went this route because that was a really popular mod. People respected it. It was very historically accurate. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they could have called it that, but they didn't want to call it that because that would have been taking that person's name. But anyway, so... Let's talk about The Witcher. <laughs> All right. So, The Witcher DLC is going to add 30 hours of gameplay to the already extensively... That is... Insane. An insane amount of content to add as a DLC. What? That could be its own game. 30 hours? The last DLC was only 10 hours for, for 10 bucks. <laughs> Again, I'm not complaining by <laughs> any means, but I'm just so... I'm, yeah, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. That's 30 hours? And if it's $10, I'm just going to just... <laughs> I don't even want to know. The price hasn't been announced, but if you want the season pass, it is $24.99. That includes the last DLC and all the free DLC that came out prior, which even if, if you just buy The Witcher now, you're going to get all the free DLC to begin with. But 10 hours to 30 hours. What's the name of it? Uh, Blood and Wine. Oh. <sighs> 
It looks really nice. That's such an epic it looks name. Gorgeous. That's such an epic name for DLC. It's like a Game of Thrones name. Yeah, well, you know, kind. like DLC has to have a legit reason to hook me and pull me in, right? Like <laughs> with Bloodborne, perfect name for their DLC, The Old Hunters. I loved it. I was hooked. And how many hours of gameplay did you get? Uh, a lot. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into technicalities here, or like time and money. Yeah, compar- I, 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 I sunk in. I would say probably twelve to fifteen hours into the into the overall gameplay for the Bloodborne DLC. And that's awesome because yep. you you get what you pay for. I got what I paid. Other for. people, you get like Batman had the worst DLC, and pay, <laughs> they were even given refunds for it because it was so bad. Yeah, how much money are you dishing out yeah. there for how much more gameplay? And like, is it even worth it? These people are giving you 30 extra hours. 30, 30 hours. For a decent amount. If it was 30 bucks, I think that's I think that's even doable. Even it's a if dollar was, an hour. Even if it was $40, it might it would probably be worth it. Cuz I mean, how I many would, games I do would. you play that? I mean, Mass Effect was a $60 game that was about 30 hours, 30 or 40 hours worth of gameplay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, this may be a shitty gameplay, but I doubt it's going to be a shitty gameplay if they're going to cram 30 hours I worth say, of if it's DLC. the if it's the Witcher, <laughs> They've already blown us out. I say, water. which is not exactly what I'd call a shitty gameplay game. Like they they they've pumped the content into this to make it, it was all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with your own whiskey glass. <laughs> all right, let me let me jump into this uh, yeah. little, little tidbit here. Blood wine places players in the absolutely gorgeous land of uh, Toussaint, where a bizarre beast lays dormant. It's up to Geralt to take up arms against the creature who hides a secret. With over 90 new quests, 40 points of interest to discover as the narrative takes shape. A new dynamic system where eliminating enemies from their hideouts affects the rest of the world has been implemented as well. Topping it all off as an additional 14,000 lines of dialogue, nearly doubling the 8,000 feature in Hearts of Stone. How how many (laughs) extra missions? 90. 90 90 90 I don't even know I don't even know how many was in the first game or in the in the first DLC but that's 90 that that literally could be a game in itself I am sure that's including side quests as, as well unless it is literally just like it has it has to include side quests anyway uh on May 31st it is being released on all platforms so check it out but oh yeah uh 30 new weapons 100 new pieces of armor and 20 new enemies to complete completely obliterate uh, as well as twelve new mutation unlockables via new game plus. All right, so that is God. God, there's bless. more to this. God bless that company. More to this. The Witcher Three Blood and Wine will look and run better than the main game. <laughs> they have rehauled all the graphics. I think this is more for <laughs> this is more for P- PC because uh, so they've good. done a lot of graphical uh, upgrades. Apparently. During development, they had to downgrade it from the actual uh, trailers released at E3 2013, 2014. And uh, by God, like, they're what you could tell a significant downgrade. But I've seen some of the gameplay for this, and it looks fantastic. It changed everything so dark and dreary in the main game, but then this one takes you to a new land. Everything's so bright and very bright. Yeah. Open fields for miles, mountains, sun is just beaming down, and it's just. I'm really pumped. Witcher 3's aesthetics were already top-notch. Yeah. The game's world was just so beautifully crafted. So to get one, 30 more hours, and then two, 
better aesthetics. Like, like, I, that I can't. They are, I can't form a thought of how awesome that is. They are spoiling us. They are spoiling me. <laughs> like, th- this is the people I'm just like. <coughs> Call of Duty, you suck balls. This is what. You, this is the gameplay I need to be following. These people are dedicated and love their job and love the stories, no matter what it takes. What's Call of Duty? Exactly. Uh, this makes me just even more excited about Cyberpunk. Yes. I just I because yes. I mean like this 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 uh world that they built as badass it is it as it is doesn't appeal to me as much as like the futuristic yes. setting does. Yes. So I can't wait to experience what you guys are so excited about with this new game that they're working on. And they're trying new things apparently. Oh yeah. Things that haven't been done before in video games. I don't know if you listened to that episode. I don't think you were there, Devin. The new the new game by CD Projekt Red is a cyberpunk game set in the future, and they're trying new things that hasn't been do- haven't been done before in video games. Yeah, with the video game, and it's going to be it's impressive. Apparently, super more expansive than The Witcher is. And I'm like, what what does that? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what that means. I don't know if I can handle that. Anyway, yes. Well, that's that's. Great for this company because God help me if you if you can tell me another company who does something like this. I mean it. I I can't. You, they you are setting can't. a bar. Nobody. <laughs> They're setting a bar. <laughs> anyway, Naughty Dog maybe. I like how you said. But DLC? Nobody. Did they bring out any DLC? I mean. Yeah. They. Uh, yeah. I don't even know actually. I mean, this is this is this is what DLC this oh, is what this DLC is, should okay. be this is yes, what yes, DLC yes, should yes. be in terms of DLC yeah. I was talking about like company oh role, yeah yeah like no, everything like, they've done for this I game. mean like Bioshock has released some good DLC pretty good DLC in the past mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but mm, I'm still burned DLC, I still feel scorned after Bioshock Infinite's buying the season pass and getting one fucking DLC did you play the Burial at Sea yes was it any good oh it's great I have it but it just that was all they gave you yeah that's stupid it yeah yeah I buy a season pass for things I'm going to get more than one. Thanks, Kevin Levine. I want a season <sighs> no pass. No offense which to means him, there's a know, season that's coming. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. At least, okay. Well, CD Projekt Red is like spoiling us, so keep doing that. <laughs> let's talk about virtual reality. <laughs> All right, VR, VR News Austin. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I get um, my VR tomorrow. <laughs> I get my VR tomorrow. When this podcast comes out, I will have the vibe in my hands <laughs> and on my face. And I'll be watching it. Um and I'll I'll watch him. Hey, y'all's just calling sick tomorrow. And <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> hey, I have um, a half day tomorrow. Oh shit. Well, hopefully oh, it's in by then. I know, I hope they, they still haven't put on the plane to be shipped over here yet. Um it's coming from right. Indianapolis. So uh and VR news. Uh, developing company The Void announces a Ghostbusters hyper reality VR experience. What does that mean? You're gonna live in Ghostbusters well, land. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, unlike consumer products like the Oculus Rift and the HTC Vive, The Void is trying to carve out a niche by providing large scale VR installations to amusement parks and other attractions. Today, the company announced its first major partnership which will give visitors uh, to uh, Madame Tussauds and New York's location a chance to see what it's like to be a Ghostbuster. Now, when, yeah. I, th- now when I think of a VR experience, <coughs> being a Ghostbuster is a pretty damn good one. Like, that is awesome. I, I grew up watching Ghostbusters. It's a, it is a franchise that is familiar to everyone, in my opinion. 
everybody knows about Ghostbusters. And I, I've always thought that it would just be so like, they tried to come out with the game years ago, the revival kind of thing with the Ghostbusters game, which was fun. Don't get me wrong, but it fell flat a little bit. Yes. But a VR experience with this man, that, I just just the concept alone of a Ghostbusters game being VR. I, I'm already sold. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what this game is going to bring to us overall with, you know, you're going to get to be a Ghostbuster. You're going to get to hold that cool gun and and uh, and uh, have feel, have that feeling of the proton pack on your back going in and lassoing a ghost and putting them in. Man, that's going to be so freaking exciting. I agree. I, Not to destroy your uh-huh. your your opinion, you just brilliantly laid out for your love of this game. Go ahead. I feel like almost anything now in VR is just going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, just name something that wouldn't be awesome in VR. Well, you know, I, I to to your point, I haven't tried it yet. You're gonna love it, Brett. I better. Thanks, naysayer. <laughs> Want to naysay something else? How about, how about how about his how about his shirt? Nay say his shirt. Go ahead. It's too red. Okay. Well, <laughs> he's wearing a red well, shirt. Everyone, hey, your your shirt's too red too. Both of you guys are wearing red shirts. And it's I bullshit. like I like how it's red, but it's for Captain America, <laughs> and all I think of is Tony Stark. <laughs> I it's know like, it's so it's weird. Like, <laughs> it's a red shirt with black letters and a black Captain America, which I feel like was had color on it before, but I mean, it makes sense for Captain America before Iron Man existed. Yeah. So anyways, back to the fucking news at hand. <laughs> Bring that topic. God. Are you, started, are, you, are you good with VR? I'm good with I'm good oh, with cool. this. All right. So real quick, I'm going to announce that. I, I, I can't wait. Star Wars, Thank you. Star Wars Battlefront sold 14 million copies. Yep. It was a huge success. Huge Even though success. The, the, the reaction to the game wasn't as high as it could have been. There were some ho hums out there, and if you look at it, if you, I mean, if you if you take a step back and you look at Battlefront and compare it to Call of Duty, it's a damn better game than Call of Duty. Oh, I'm absolutely. Just put that out there. Even though Agreed. it doesn't have a lot of stuff to it, it's still a better game than Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Battlefront Two is in production right now, and it is coming out in 2017. So this year we get Battlefield One. Next year we get Battlefront Two, and it's been confirmed that Battlefield Two is going to have content from the latest movie episode eight i just want to say that seriously yes about time okay and then it's probably going to have content from episode seven too but basically what they're going to do is they're going to start using the new star wars series yeah good for battlefront because whenever battle battle the original battlefront came out there was a famous quote-unquote mystery box that kept Star Wars licensees from pulling anything from The Force Awakens until the movie came out. So that's why Jakku didn't come out until like the day that it was out because they couldn't do it. So Battlefront came out before that. That all happened. So the new stuff is going to include, I mean, the uh, Battlefront focused on the old franchise. Yeah. Well, now we're going to be able to play as Kylo freaking Ren. Holy shit. I mean, we can we can play as as long uh, as I can play as Poe Dameron. You can play as Poe. You can play as Finn. That's gonna be I awesome. Mean, yeah, you can play sweet. as everybody. I'm gonna, can, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play as that uh, stormtrooper who had these fucking like the oh the nunchuck the swap thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, traitor. Yeah, his 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 stormtrooper name was actually T T eight T R eight R, traitor. 
Really? Yeah, that's that was that stormtrooper's name, Trader. T R A D R. Wait, the guy who was yeah, who did the who screamed out Trader, and then so wah, wah, wah. I don't know if you heard, but they actually gave him <laughs> a backstory because everyone loved him so much. Really? He already had a backstory before before even like the fan reaction. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he grew up well, in po- gr- grew up uh, training with Poe and his uh, squad. <laughs> There you go. One Not to thing. show my Star Wars nerdy side yeah. over here, but uh, nerdy side. Shut up. Um, so another thing, real quick: bigger and better worlds. That's what they've said that this is going to have. I don't know so what that means. we're going to have more worlds. They're going to be bigger. Awesome. They're going to be better. That's they're not awesome. going to be so confined like they are now. I feel like so. That's really Hoth good. was a little condensed for what I wanted. Yeah. So basically, what I'm thinking is going to happen: Battlefield Battlefront was a very good experiment. They got the graphics right. They got the gameplay for the most part right, but what they didn't get right was the expansiveness of the content. The content was very shallow on what they it delivered. Was. It was. So they've learned from that. They know what to do. I think this next game is going to blow people out of the... I mean, it's going to just gonna blow people's minds. So we're currently taking a selfie here. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. So that's what I have okay. about Battlefront. Moving on. Awesome. So, like we discussed earlier before, we talked about Kojima a little bit in uh, not an article, but turns out Kojima details have arose. Arisen. Arisen. Kojima's new game is for fans of AAA action. Yep. So, in an That's interview cool. with Fuchima, uh, Fitsu, Fuchima Kojima. Famitsu. I'm just going to. Just going to. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow! What just happened? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> All right. So Kojima I says, I won't say that that it's an open world title, but those that enjoy playing today's AAA titles, such as A Division and Uncharted, will be able to play it smoothly. Mm-hmm. When it gets announced, some some may think that it's not as way out as they had expected, but I'm sure they'll understand once they play it. The genre in its action. And he also said, I believe VR holds a key to game development. So you can guarantee he is going to make a badass <laughs> VR game. And I bet it'd be awesome if it was like a PT-ish type game. You know, it, 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 what I love is even even just in those little questions there that he was asked, like he gives the most cryptic responses to Like he will never give you a straight answer. Yes, Kojima was always the kind of person to be. So what, what can you tell us about the new Metal Gear Solid? Snake will be taking a journey, a journey for which the players hold the map, and the controller is the key. We will see a transition in Snake, and it will be the players who take him on that journey. All right, Kevin and Levine. Okay, um, so is there more Metal Gears? (laughs) I just want to clear up the air real quick. It's actually Ken Levine, not sorry, Ken sorry. I just want to make Ken sure Levine. it's clear. Thank you. You, you didn't want to correct me earlier. What a very hipster like, way for you to say well, that. Well, he said it too, so I just, I just want to throw it out there and just let, let, let Ken you guys Levine. know. Ken Levine. Excuse me, Ken Levine. Ken Levine. Sorry, Ken Levine. We know you listen to this podcast. We're, let me we go back. Head like he listens to us regularly. <laughs> let me go back to my indie music. Real what quick. if he like messages us? Like, <laughs> and my craft beer. I'm like, hey. That is not hipster. That's very hipster. Move on. <laughs> not hipster. Move on. Moving on. Hey, hey, at least my beer is not changing their name to fucking America. What the hell? Wait, what? <laughs> Budweiser is changing their name to America. 
Are that's, you no, that's, sitting that's me? legit. That I mean, has nothing to do with video game news, happening. but that's legit news that they're trying to do. Budweiser is trying America. to fucking... Budweiser is straight up trying to Donald Trump the beer yeah, industry. Not gonna, that's how I was, oh, I'm offended. We're gonna make we're gonna make beer great again. <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. I tell you this. I tell you, we are gonna make beer America again. I tell you this. I tell but you that now. America. And I tell you this. Mexico will pay for it. <laughs> I feel very offended. <laughs> It's like Budweiser just spit on me. <laughs> they could not just be like, we are America. Well, I hate beer I mean, anyways. So just hearing them just like, yeah, it fits. People in other countries are going to take this and run with it. Like, this is America. This shitty ass watered down beer. Yeah, this, I mean, I like this horse trough water is now called America. <laughs> I don't awesome. like Budweiser, but I don't like that they're changing their name to America. You're Budweiser. You're not America. How can they do that? Like uh, that seems isn't that yeah, copyrighted? Illegal. In, in, insta- yeah. Instead of like the the very cool and yet very like patriotic and serious Super Bowl commercials with the Clydesdales, something that was very iconic for Budweiser. <laughs> now it's just going to be some fat guy struggling to breathe on camera. <laughs> Here's the new Budweiser commercial: <sighs> beer, pizza, and <clears throat> I don't uh, I don't do well if you make me climb stairs. <laughs> A bald eagle's going to fly and be like. My knees have long since turned to powder. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you don't have a waist down. (laughs) You don't have a waist. You're just a blob. (laughs) Anyway. Kojima. Yes. Good news, Kojima. Thanks. You know, I was going to say, like, man, this is a day that, like, games didn't come to die in our podcast. (laughs) But America did. But But America did. Beer came to die. Fucking beer. Beer's so gross. Just drink whiskey and be a man. Speaking of games that came to die. This is why this is like this. (laughs) Yes. We have blended whiskey that says TX on it, and it's a symbol for Texas. Texas, damn it. Because Texas is That's where we're from. Anyway. So, uh, as (sighs) everybody knows, Linehead Studios has come to an end. They are no more. However, there is word of what Fable 4 was going to be. John McCormack has come out and said that he had a big idea for Fable 4. And unfortunately, when they presented it to Microsoft, they shut it down and said, let's make Fable Legends instead. Let's put $75 million into Fable Legends, and then we're going to cancel that and shut your studio down. So here's what they were gonna build. <laughs> hey, oh, hey. that sounds like Microsoft. Yeah, hey, that yeah. sounds like Microsoft. That sounds about right. You know that surplus we had? You put it in the middle of the floor. <laughs> yeah. All right, get the fire. <laughs> just bring the fire over here. Just uh, go ahead and pour some gasoline on it. Yeah, get it nice and drenched. <laughs> yeah, just really get it, really get it into the. Do we crease. have a lion head? Just, okay, and a yeah. studio. Oh, there go it ahead, is. Go ahead, just throw an orphan on there. <laughs> Orphans make great kindling. All right, burn it. So let me tell you what they wanted to build. We did it. Their idea was to build an Unreal Engine 4 powered game that pushed the series into quote unquote technological 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 industrial age. (laughs) That's why we have you on, Devin. Yeah. (laughs) Technological industrial age with tram cars and flying machines. We wanted to hit the late Victorian proper far out of Jules Verne's shit. Not only that, (laughs) (laughs) yes. <laughs> oh my god, what a great description. I know. Just Victorian right out of Jules Verne shit. Proper Jules Verne shit. 
Fable 4's oh main God. city would have been massive and dense, according to the report. It would have referenced British mythology, featuring characters such as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, as well as oh, Jack the man. Ripper. The idea was to, quote-unquote, put these characters into this kind of weird, fucked-up London environment. And that was going to be Fable 4 and would have been darker and grittier. And because uh, it was R-rated, awesome. it would have had the prostitutes and the humor. I was Ooh. like, man, this is going to be fucking brilliant. And everybody is really into it. And then Microsoft rejected it and said, let's make Fable Legends and we're going to shut you down. The end. Sounds drop like Microsoft. Mic. Drop the mic. Sounds like, don't drop the mic. These are expensive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> These Sorry, are expensive. This, this sounds like EA and Activision. It does, doesn't it? Oh, you have a great idea? What <laughs> a, Fuck that idea. What a very EA thing to do. <laughs> God. We don't like your great well, you know, idea. And, uh, we, want, we want it to be our idea. You can... You can this is what pisses me it's off about this industry. turning into movie studios. Well, it, it, God, it's what pisses me off about this industry now is you got these fucking corporate... The, the, uh, this, I'm going like, to sound like a hipster now. These corporates, corporations... But they come in and they they have no idea what the gaming industry is like. They have no idea what gaming trends are like. They have no idea what the gaming community is like as a whole. And then they come in and say they see profit dollars, just like they, Silicon Valley, just like the Silicon right Valley. Yeah. Oh, let's hire a CEO. All right, yep. he's all about making money. We're going to change everything. Yeah. And then we're not making money. And all they see is their stock prices and investors and all that crap and the pub and the publishers who are going, hey, we gave you X amount of money. What are we getting in return? Which is important. I understand. I get that. I get but, it. Where's but the there, synergy? if you're going to make a good game, there has to be that blend between your corporations who are who are fu- your publishers who are ma- who are helping you make this game possible and that artistic side. They have to be in sync. They have to be blended well. And when you take one away from the other, you're left with a a giant bag of shit to hold, like Fable Legends, and then oh, you're shut down. Yeah. That's infuriating to me. Like I'm, I'm, I really am very sad that Lionhead Studios is no more because that was a company that had deep roots in the PC game community with black and white. Well, they had deep roots in Microsoft too. Yeah, in Microsoft, I mean, they made Microsoft a, a name. So there's a few more quotes that he had said that I think are really interesting to share. About I'm gonna say one thing real fast. Yeah, yeah, go Just for it. Just tie this all together. Yeah. For me, the key is fandom. If you cannot create fandom, yeah. Is done. You got to have a community. Because if you, yeah, you got to have a community following, community and it will just you you will build over time, like Call of Duty has. And now, now look at it. They, they create artificial fandom. Anyway, look at the amount of copies of Dark Souls One that sold. Not that many. How many are in Dark Souls Three now? <laughs> like three million. Incredible Holy crap. Yeah, just need a time to build and it like need a time build, build an audience. So, um, they they apparently came to him and was like, okay, you've reached your cap for players for RPG on Xbox, and you need to find a way to double that, and you're not going to do that with an RPG. And he was like, I think we can. So he said, look, give us four years, proper finance, and give us a chance Mass Effect has. Give us a chance that Skyrim has the games at the time. They're getting four years and a lot of budget. Give us that, and we'll give you something that'll get you your players. So he was like, Microsoft Kingdom was like, all right, now nah, you've had your three shots. And you've only tripled the money. It's not good enough. Fuck off. And that's what he was annoyed about. So he left in 2012, and then that was when Fable Legends was a thing, and it just it just died. So this is a little so tidbit that I... He wanted it, but they didn't give it to him. This is a little tidbit that I learned about the film industry uh, in Hollywood, and one of the reasons why I decided... For a while, like I really wanted to do film, and I really wanted to go to Hollywood because it's like, well, everyone else is going to Hollywood, and you know that's where you go to make all these big, awesome movies that I wanted to make. And then I, I don't know where I heard it from. I don't know if it was like an interview or you know, a TV show or you know some some sort of media. Maybe it was uh, uh, word of mouth, but someone was like, "Yeah, 
you have all these people creating these ideas and then you have a new producer come in or a new like head honcho heading up the studio and it's like yeah well we're starting like the, you know this uh you know we're, we're gonna have like pre pre-production this this great thing that people are excited about it's like oh no my, my name's not gonna be on it so shut that down yeah we wasted like 10 million dollars it's okay you know we're just gonna go somewhere else all y'all are fired all right we're gonna start this project over here that i've been thinking of and it could suck they're like, I want my my name on it. I don't want anyone else's name on it. And it's just all about that, like, it's me, 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 and I'm the one making the money, and I'm yeah. the one making decisions. And that's what happened to Star Wars 1313. Yep. God, Disney I'm, came still, in, I'm still so bitter Disney about came in that. and was like, oh, no, nope, that doesn't go with our plan, so screw that, even though everyone is excited about it, and yep. then we're going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. Who was the we saw the other day that's making a Star Wars game? <sighs> it was, um, shit, I forgot. We covered yeah. this last week. Um... Anyway, Timefall. Yeah. Timefall developers. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's right. They're making a new Star Wars game. Um, okay, cool. I'll buy that one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Star anyway. Wars. I have to buy it. I'm contractually obligated to buy it. Anyway. Yeah. All right. I think I think the financial side and political side of the game industry came to die in our podcast. Today. It did. It did. That's always a good day. I like that. <clears throat> that's a good day. All right, guys. Well, oh. that's the uh, that's the end of our podcast. That's we the are end. We're actually cutting not, out. This is the end. The discussion topic, because we My talked a long time, friend. and we don't want you guys to listen to a four hour podcast. Who wants to do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> so, right. where it, can we find it? Uh, you can find us over at YouTube, or uh, you can find us out on our main website at theinnergamer.net, where we will have all kinds of links for Twitch, YouTube. Uh, the podcast itself, and on uh, SoundCloud and all other links between Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So hit us up on there. Let us know what you think. Leave comments, uh, likes, shares. We take it all. Um, and we, we want to hear your opinion. We want to hear your opinion. You are the loyal listeners. We appreciate every single one of you. Do you like us? Do you hate us? What Please can we don't tell us that we hate, hate us. That how, how, how can you make it? How, I have how a very be better frail host. opinion of myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho. Don't, Real don't worry, quick, we'll hold you up. I want to give a shout out. Oh yeah, we need to give a shout out today. I want to give a shout out to a a uh, commenter named Greylock. He has been commenting on our SoundCloud. He's been commenting. He sent us an email, and he likes our podcast. So thank you, Greylock, uh, for listening to it. Greylock, yeah. thank you so much, man. We appreciate the feedback. Keep listening. Keep sharing. You're the best because of you. Because of you, we continue doing what we do. Yes. So tell your friends. It'll yes. be awesome. Let us know. Great. Let them know about us. Thanks, bro. We we appreciate you very much. And we'll be announcing our contest winners mm-hmm. probably next week, maybe the week after bum, that. Bum, bum, bum. For our episode fifty announcement podcast, we've gotten some good feedback from people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're gonna stuff. we're gonna pick who's gonna get our Fallout Four Pipboy Edition, and we're gonna pick who's gonna get some gift cards. So yeah, let your friends know because they you all might get you know some gift cards to Steam or GameStop. Who knows? You guys could share that gift card to buy a shared game with the Steam Four Pack. Oh. Oh, awesome. Good sell. Good sell. I like <laughs> yeah. it. That was a good sell. Yep. So anyway. <laughs> uh, Thanks for listening, guys. If you guys have questions, email us at hello at theinnergamer.net or just go to our website, theinnergamer.net, and uh, let us know what you think. Click on our social icons and all that good stuff. We'll be back next week for stuff that we don't know what it's going to be because who knows? We have we so talk much these content, days, yeah. It could be anything. Could but be it's a, gonna it be could be good. Could, could be a three hour podcast. You don't even know. <laughs> it's gonna be the best shit you've ever heard. Ever. Obviously. Ever. Alright. So As gaming you. evolves, we evolve with it. <laughs> yes. 
And we'll have played VR. And we'll have played VR. Oh my god! <laughs> Austin's about oh. to Austin's about to aneurysm. So please, quick, quick, get quick, <laughs> quick, get out of it before he dies. Uh, I'm Austin Morales. I'm Devin Dury. And I'm Brayton Oski. And you've been listening to the, the Inner Gamer. Gamer.